Joe, I never, uh, I never really know how to kind of start out these, um, these Christmas special things. I think I used to ho 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 pretend to be Santa Claus back in the day. No, I think you're right. I think I used to. Ah, oh, God, good times. Good, yep. good times. I back when the holidays were uh, were fun. Right. It is. It doesn't even feel like Christmas. It year. doesn't. Well, and, and I don't I mean, know like, the weather or what the deal is. But. Well, the weather definitely has to play a factor in it. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, come on now. It's, I think it's supposed to be like, you know, like mid to high 40s all like the rest of the week. Oh, gosh. When it was like 60s last week. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got a little bit of spring out here in Chicago. Uh, no, but I, I think the weather definitely has to play a factor in it. I, as far as I can tell, we're definitely not getting any snow for Christmas, even though Christmas is what, two days from now? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so definitely not gonna be a white Christmas. I don't remember the last time we even had like a legit white Christmas. I know we had a white uh, white Halloween last year, right? Um, but definitely no, definitely no snowfall. So I'm gonna go with weather has to be a factor. Um, my overall health mood I think plays a factor in that too, because I'm still over here dying with uh, back problems. Oh, so that's uh, yeah, it 100 percent does. Um. But I want to try keeping this as light and as fun as possible because this is our Christmas episode. Um, and we only got uh, two more episodes after this before uh, the season ends and the year ends. So um really want to go out uh, on a positive note. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, a quick positive note I might add, which is actually kind of something pretty cool that uh, I just saw on Facebook, is... Um, we talked about on the last episode those tornadoes that ran through the Midwest and uh, oh, just yeah. tore the shit out of all these states. Uh, I guess, actually, there's a couple people from down in this area, uh, Moni, Piatone, Mantino area, that actually uh, filled a trailer full of supplies and drove them down to uh, Kentucky. I think it was Kentucky. Or was it Tennessee? Which one's right below us? Kentucky, Kentucky. right? Yeah. I think they brought it to Kentucky. Mm. So I thought that was kind of heartwarming and fun. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. So maybe one day we could do something like that. That'd be awesome. I'd love right. that. Right. A lot of a lot of cool things we want to do here at uh at this freaking show. Uh, as we uh wind down 2021 and going into 2022, uh, clearly we mentioned multiple times all the exciting things we have coming forward. Uh, so we don't need to dive right back into those again. We can talk about that on the season premiere next year. Um, but what I do want to tell you guys about is a sponsor of the show, which is CarterComics.com. It's the best place for you to go to all your comic book needs. Now, it's unfortunate that you may have missed the opportunity to gift a Carter comic uh, this holiday season. But, you know what? Carter comics are so amazing, you can give them as a gift any time of the year. It doesn't just have to be at Christmas time. Birthdays, Arbor Day, uh, Random Tuesday. Uh, who doesn't love getting comics? Right? Random right. Tuesdays are the best for random comics. Absolutely, because Tuesday's like the shithole uh, week uh, day. The day, yeah. shithole day of the week, yeah. Because what's going on? I mean, you got Monday, which is kind of like, uh, but hey, it's whatever. You're trying to get refocused from the weekend. Wednesday is like halfway there. Thursday, a little bit closer. Friday, you finally made it. Then you got the weekend to enjoy yourself. Tuesday is like the, uh, well, it's like the redhead stepchild, Joe. Yep. Right. Um, speaking of redhead stepchildren, uh, you good? Yeah. Just want to check. Just want to check, man. I, 
I know we give a lot of grief to redhead stepchildren in the world, and uh, being that uh, I, I know three of them, right? Uh, right. It's, it's, it's near and dear to my heart. But anyways, I want to talk about CarterComics.com. <laughs> CarterComics.com is the best place for you to go get all your comic book needs if you're looking to uh, build your collection or even start a collection. They have everything from graded comics to raw comics, which you can easily read, or just display because you're proud of what you own. They have everything. From 9.6, 9.7, 9.8. Uh, and like I said, even the raw comics aren't even graded. You just look for something to thumb through and read while you're sitting on the pooper. I feel a lot of people do read on the pooper still. I think that's the thing. Or is yeah. it off phone now, Joe? Uh, I read on my phone on the pooper. Right. But I, see, I remember like back in the day, there used to be people like, uh, you know, they'd have like books, like almost like a small library in their fucking bathrooms, magazines and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some people still do. Yeah, I never understood that. I appreciate that. those people. Because sometimes you don't have a, sometimes you don't have your phone on you, or you, you leave it on the, in the wrong side of the bathroom so you can't reach it without getting up. I think one of the biggest, I think one of the biggest odd things I remember is being in public bathrooms, like maybe like doctor's offices and stuff, that have like magazines in the bathrooms. Like, first off, public bathroom magazines, I wouldn't even come near. Hard no, yeah. Yeah, but it's almost like even like when you go to these, these doctor's office, and I remember like back in the day, I think maybe they still do now. I never really focused on it, but you know they have tables of fucking magazines and shit. You know that you know like I remember going to doctor's offices and reading through like the highlight magazines or you know Sports Illustrated magazines and stuff. Oh, I'm yeah, just always wondering with those those toys that have the beads that just move from one yeah. side to the other. Right, right, and no one ever sat there and said like, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't play with that because." People who are in here is sick, and now you're touching it. But it's just one of those weird things. Like when you think about, it, they got all the magazines sitting on the table there in the waiting room, but then they also got magazines in the pooper. It's like you wonder if those are like the, the the demoted magazines, like the ones that aren't quite there for you to enjoy, like while waiting. So we'll just right. kind of scoot them off to the pooper area. But um, hey, if you buy a comic from CarterComics.com, you could read your comic anywhere you want because you officially own it. So if you want to read it in the pooper. Be my guest. Why yep. the hell not? And Carter Comics absolutely sells all their uh, comics on their website. But if you're not a big fan of just buying it outright and you want that challenge of maybe bidding on one, they do have four different eBay accounts you can check out. And you can find all those links to all those eBay accounts on the main page at CarterComics.com. All you got to do is sign up for the Carter Comic Club. Again, I don't know if it's called the Carter Comic Club, but it should be called the Carter Comic Club. And I think if I keep saying Carter Comic Club long enough, it'll become the Carter Comic Club. It might as well be, you know. Shirts, Carter Comic Club, who knows? But sign up for the Carter Comic Club, fill up your cart with all their amazing comics, and if you're like, man, I really wish they had this comic because you don't see it, reach out to them because a good chance that they might. They have so many comics coming in so often that they may happen to stumble across yours that just hasn't hit their site yet. So make sure you just reach out to them and say, hey, I'm looking for this comic, do you have it? And if they do, maybe they can work out a deal with you, and if they don't, I'm sure they'll find it eventually. So fill up your cart. Use the code FreakNet, use the code CartoonJoe, or this freaking show. You'll get 10% off your order and save money at CarterComics.com. Again, best place for you to go to get your comic books today is CarterComics.com. True. I tell you what, though, speaking about uh, reading on the toilet, oh, yeah. there's a great way to read on the toilet without dirtying any magazines, comic books, or, or regular books. What's that, Joe? Using an audio book. Ooh, that's true. You just listen to the book while you sit on the toilet, uh, which is which is great. Great use of your time. Great way to uh, to read something fantastic like mm-hmm. 
uh, I don't know, Harry Potter or the Dresden Files or Lord of the Rings or uh, Chronicles of Narnia or, I don't know, some other thing that you might want to read. Um, I just list a bunch of my favorite fantasy novels. Um, but you could do that. You can get yourself some audiobooks by going to audibletrial.com slash freaknet. That'll give you a free 30-day trial of Audible plus mm-hmm. a credit towards your first audiobook. Nice. Why not do it? Why not do it? What a great way to spend your time. Uh, it's a great way to, to read while you poop or while you drive someone to work or drive yourself to work or mm-hmm. while you're cooking or cleaning or, or doing something, anything else that you, you want your mind to be free to explore the wonders of, of some universe uh, while you get some work done. All your books are a great way to do that. Go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet right now. Do you believe that, uh, because you mentioned a lot of fantasy books, and we were talking about poopers a lot. Do you believe that uh, a fantasy book is the best option for being on the pooper? Uh, it's certainly the one I've got the most experience with on the pooper. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, how do you feel about the uh, kind of like this uh, this uprising of more Harry Potter coming out? I don't know anything about it, if I'm being honest. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, we'll save I that for next I haven't heard a single thing about it. Well, we'll save it for next year, because I'm pretty sure uh, it's a legit thing, and I'm not just making it up. Gotcha. I'm intrigued. So. Yep, so we'll definitely, we'll definitely talk about that uh, in the new year, because I don't believe it's happened until 2022 anyways, obviously. Um, right. uh, I, have read a, I have read a lot of Stephen King on the toilet as well, because uh, Grandma D always had uh, at least one Stephen King on top of her uh, stack of Reader's Digests. Was it to help you scare the crap out of yourself? <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Joe, we're going to cover three things here on this Christmas episode. One being not so Christmassy, we got to go over Chapter 18 of uh, The Phantom Tollbooth. Um, and then we also got to go over, or not go over, but we're going to play a quick game on which famous Christmas character we are. And then we're also going to play a game about uh, ten traditions around the world. Uh, I gave you a list of ten countries already. Um, and then you're going to guess which uh, tradition that uh, tradition belongs to, which country that tradition belongs to. So we got three things we got to cover. I'm going to give you the option, though. Which one do you want to do first? Do you want to do Phantom Booth? Do you want to do the uh, Christmas uh, character? Or do you oh, want to do the uh, – yeah, there's a lot. I really choices, do, I think I really want to do the uh, the Phantom Tollbooth first. It's, I'm so excited to talk about it. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, let's talk about Chapter 18 then, um, since you're so eager beaver about it. Uh, go and start us out. Yeah. So, uh, if you recall, the uh, our our heroes have just escaped from the uh, the unwelcoming committee, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, and they are being chased by this group of demons, and they are running toward, uh, as the title of this chapter suggests, the castle in the air. Yep. And um, I, I really love this chapter. I, I know I got to recap it, but I, I just got to say. Um, it's it's so nice to finally have met Ryman Reason. Yeah, right. Not to, I, not to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, they're going to know eventually. But yeah, no. Like, yeah. And again, like you know, there's a lot of alliteration in this uh, book, and I think we see the most of it here, just out of one character alone. Yes. So, um, but I digress. Uh, they they get to the the foot of the stairs and they're getting ready to to climb up when all of a sudden this this man who is sleeping on top of what appears to be a ledger, uh, which like how many people know what that word is anymore? 
you know, uh, like you, I think you and I both know it. You know what? Uh, I'm I bet pretty sure, but I'm gonna guess a lot more people know it nowadays because of Black Widow and her ledger dripping with red. I forgot about Black Widow. Yeah, that's right? a good point. Right? Well, Disney well, did it too. Feels, it feels like something no one uses anymore. <laughs> you just use Excel, right? So it's such, it's, it's such a nice word, though. I mean, those are words that should be brought back. Absolutely. Ledger, ledger, I think is a very, I think it's a polite word. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's a term that people take for granted, like using yeah. uh like journal, diary. Fuck that, ledger. We're gonna use ledger. Yeah. That's that's gonna be, a, that's gonna be a freaking word we bring back. There we go. I love it. Ooh, into it. next, next uh, fucking segment. Uh, bring it freaking back. We're gonna think of words that need to come back. Oh, I'm into that. Right. We I'm might actually do that. that. We might do that one instead because I think what if might be too complicated for us right now. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna change it. So next season, we're gonna do bring it freaking back, and we we won't even do the words. We'll do like old snacks that aren't that aren't around anymore. We'll, oh we'll yes, I have some answers for that for sure. Right. So I mean, because we got fifty two weeks, we gotta fill. Yeah. So so words, uh, foods, you know, whatever TV shows, whatever we feel that needs to be brought back. Because between the two of us, we need one hundred and four of them. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Cool. Nice. But anyway, so this this guy he he wakes up and he he, he introduces himself as the sense taker, uh, and he needs them uh, he needs all the information they can give them about themselves, and he starts with their names and then he needs mm-hmm. the names of um, gosh let me let me find it because it's just it's absurd. Well, it's weird because like he starts out his list like pretty normal, like like name, date of birth, where you're from, and then they start going like off on different things, like the, the yes. absurd things. Yeah. Uh, now, now, if you just tell me where you, uh, when you were born, where you were born, why you were born, how old you are now, how old you were then, how old you'll be in a little while, your mother's name, your father's name, your aunt's name, your uncle's name, your cousin's name, where you live, how long you've lived there, the schools you've attended, the schools you haven't attended, your hobbies, your telephone number, your shoe size, shirt size, collar size, hat size, and the names and addresses of six people who can verify all this information. <laughs> and that's just like that's his first list. And yeah. I just, I, it was, it was such like, uh, application vibes. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is that they did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and they the didn't, they didn't question it. They're just like, yeah, this makes sense. This is a good security measure. They're, they're, and, and obviously like you're going to find out why they did it here in a little bit. But I mean, like even with the, the unwelcoming committee chasing them, they have time to do this. And right. they and they they do it. I mean, they, I mean, maybe they rush through it, but they're answering the questions, even though how absurd they are. Yeah, and so it's just and it, it keeps escalating, and they need, you know, even more things and even more things, and they got to fill out these forms in triplicate. And um, I, what I do like is, uh, you know, the the greatest evil of all is bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. It really slows you down. <laughs> um, but anyway, it. Uh, I just I love it, and I and I started. I, I don't know exactly when I realized it, but I got to a certain point, and I went, "Oh, he's the sense taker." Like, it's not just like he's you know it's it's a play on census, I think. Mm-hmm. So he's he's taking information about them so that he can you know compile it, but yes. but he's also like he's like taking their good sense, you know, is what I thought. Yeah. Oh no, I, I, I was kind of in the same boat with you. It was like. Because like like I and mean, again like you know like to my mind common sense or this is kind of like nonsense, like right. nonsense questions and stuff like that. So I was on the same boat with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so right as they're they're getting ready to go past them, he he uses his his abilities and he 
uh, distracts them one final time with uh, uh, Milo gets an illusion of a circus. Uh, uh, Talk gets an illusion of the greatest smells he can imagine and some he can't imagine. And the humbug is distracted, of course, by a crowd giving him a, a standing ovation. And, uh, yeah, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, so they're they're looking out, they're looking off, and they're seeing like this circus. They're getting these smells and everything, and they're so enthralled into it, to where uh, Milo ends up dropping his bag of like gifts and stuff he got from everyone he's met along the way, and uh, what they call uh, the noise box, right? Yeah, what they call yeah they call it the noise box. The noise box broke open and broke out the laughter, which kind of like shook them and like kind of like woken them up and realized that there was no circus, there were no smells, there were no sounds. It was all just like in their mind, and it was created by the uh, the census taker. Uh, yeah, right here. So uh, there is no circus, cried Milo. There is no smells, bark talk, and the applause is gone. Compiled humbug. And then he, and then the census taker says, I warned you, I warned you I was a census taker, sneered the census taker. I help people find what they're not looking for, hear what they're not listening for, run after what they're not chasing, and smell what isn't even there. And furthermore, he cackled, hoping around gleefully with his stubby legs, I'll steal your senses of purpose, take your sense of duty, destroy your sense of proportion, and but and, but for one thing, you'd be helpless yet. And then obviously they ask what it was, and it comes to find out a sense of humor. As long as you have laughter, he cannot steal your sense of humor. And I believe that was the only thing that kind of saved them at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was weird because at first I thought this was like one of those demons, one of those unwelcoming community things. Um, I don't think it ever just says it is. I don't know if it's ever implied either. Right. But, I think it is. I, th- I think he's the last of them. Yeah. That, that's what I thought too. Cause I'm like, it has, to, it has to be one of those demons from the woods. It doesn't say it, but it's like, oh, maybe it is. You know, it's just, it's got to be part of it. Um, so eventually they break free to start running up the uh, stairway to the uh, castle in the air, to where they meet. Uh, you know, they finally get to meet Rhyme and Reason. Um, oh, Joe, now I'm blanking on here. Help me out here. What 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 they talk about up there? It's just basically about bringing them back, right? Yeah, bringing him back. Uh, Milo was, uh, of course, talking humbug, immediately fall asleep because they're exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, and Milo is just like, I made so many mistakes, and we would have been here so much faster if I hadn't screwed That's up. That's right. Um, right. And the sisters are like, well, no, mistakes are good. you gotta, you got you to gotta learn and grow. That's how we learn and grow is we mess up, and then we do better next time. You know, I, I love uh, – actually, the, someone who read this before me on Kindle – uh, must have underlined this, but uh, you must never feel badly about making mistakes as long as you take the trouble to learn from them. For you often learn more by being wrong for the right reasons than you do by being right for the wrong reasons. Right. You just feel the sense of how sweet these two fucking women are. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's heartwarming. You know? Um, yeah, and then I think eventually, uh, the, the demons at the bottom start chopping down the, uh, <clears throat> the stairway and pretty much knocking it away from the castle, causing the castle to float away. And then, uh, one of my favorite puns, I happen to say, uh, well, time does fly, doesn't it, Tuck? <laughs> it was my favorite, too. 
it was really awesome. And then they made a determination that uh, Tack could get them down because time does fly, but only for a short period of time. Uh, Ryman Reason on his back. You got Milo holding on to his tail and the humbug holding on to Milo's ankles, and they take a leap. And I think that was the humbug that asked, what about the, the beautiful castle in the sky? And Ryman Reason told him, doesn't matter how beautiful it is, it's still a prison. Mm-hmm. So, awesome chapter. Two more left. Yeah. And two more chapters left. We'll wrap those up next week. Um, still, still happy with the book, Joe? Still happy with I this love choice? It. I just, I adore it. Such a great book. And there is a movie, and we might, maybe we'll do a watch along with the movie on Patreon. Oh, that's a great idea. I like right. that a lot. Because Patreon's coming in 2022. So much it's true. Coming. So much coming. It's true. I, so so I do wonder uh, if Talk could have flown the whole time. Is there a Lord of the Rings situation here where he could have just had <laughs> Milo on his back and flown all the way there? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, you know, because I mean, obviously he's jumping from the building. So I'm wondering if it's more like a Buzz Lightyear thing. Ah, uh, yeah. He's where he's not, style. Yeah, he's not flying, but he's following the style. Or, uh, or one of those birds who, like, they don't fly, they just kind of glide to their next right. place. Yeah, but, those jungle chickens. Right, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did have the ability to fly because it seems like some of these corny things that this book would uh, kind of bring. I was like, well, you didn't ask. Right, yeah. <laughs> but awesome book. We got two more chapters, um, and uh, I think it le- I think it left off to where the next chapter is going to be pretty good, and then obviously we're going to get the wrap-up in Chapter 20. So I'm very happy with this book. I'm glad uh, this was uh, chosen. And I look forward to doing more books. Like I said, I mean, I, readings become more fun for me and everything. It, it helps it helps more relaxing and maybe, like, get myself away from the TV and stuff. So, huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Joe, let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, do these traditions. I yeah. Be, I think this would be a good uh, progression point to get to. Okay, so, anyways, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. <laughs> all right, 10 Christmas traditions from around the world. I gave you a list of 10. Ten countries. You got them in front of you? I'm pulling it. Yes, I got it. Cool. Would you like to read out the ten countries? Yes. Austria, mm-hmm. Germany, Italy, Japan, Mexico, the Netherlands, Norway, Philippines, Poland, and the USA. Perfect. All right. So, a couple things. They're, they're only going to be used once, so there's no duplicates. Great. There is 10, so everything on that list will be used. It's up to you to decide, you know, to keep track of it. Okay? All right. It's going to be up to you. Now, I'm going to give you a choice. It depends how challenged you want to be on this. I can either run through them all, you can give your your answer, and we can go through them at the very end, or you can give me an answer, I can tell if you're right or wrong there, and we can move forward. Depends how challenged you want to be here. Hmm. I... I'm not feeling like being super challenged. Okay. So what we'll do is I'll read you one. You give me an answer. I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. And then you can just uh, mark that one off your list. Perfect. See, that's my gift to you. I appreciate it. Not a problem. All right. I'm going to try to do my best because obviously some of these do have the names of certain cities and stuff in there. I'm going to do my best to avoid them. Right. But uh, obviously, uh, you know, I, I think uh, I don't think I read ahead before I speak ahead. So uh, yeah. Uh, so if you're ready, Joe, I'm ready to go too. I'm ready. 
Fun fact, one of these we have talked about in a previous Christmas episode. Oh. Yeah. All right. So this country has a special Christmas tradition. They eat KFC. In fact, many even wait in long lines to order chicken in advance. Uh, the owner of the, uh, everything was invented by blank. I'm not going to give you the name because I'll give it away. The owner of the first KFC restaurant in this country in 1970, he began selling chicken barrels inspired by American Christmas dinners. The campaign gained momentum and became very popular because there was no blank Christmas traditions thus far. Millions of families are still enjoying KFC for Christmas. I'm, I am I remember talking about this one. I'm pretty sure it's Japan. It is Japan. Good job, Joe. Thank you. Hmm. There's got to be there's got to be something. Okay, I got to think about. Uh, tell you what. Um, so there's ten of them. I want you to get seven right. All I'm right. Give you, I want you to get six right. I want you to get six right. Okay. If you if you get six right. I'll do ball wash uh, plug after this. If you get six wrong, you do the ball wash plug. All right. Cool. Okay, so we got one down. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one. Find the Christmas pickle. Traditionally, decorative cucumbers are placed on the Christmas tree as one of the Christmas decorations. The first person to find a cucumber on a tree on Christmas morning should receive an additional gift from Santa Claus or have a lucky year. I'm... I am pretty sure it's Germany, but there's a part of me that's like, but Germany and Austria are the same country now. I'm going to go Germany. Germany, final answer. It's America. It's America? It's America. Whoops. USA, brother. We talked about this. We talked about this one, the same episode I did uh, the night before Freakness. Really? I did. I did. I remember this when I was reading this. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the Christmas pickle. Huh. I've done the Christmas pickle thing, but like only with people who have German ancestry. Mm. I just assumed. Mm. Maybe it was from Germany and it was brought here, but it's not, yeah. the, it's not, the, it's not the tradition on the list. Dang. All right, next one. Every December, the Giant Lantern Festival is held in this city of this country. For these people, lights have a high symbolic power and sees the stars as a sign of hope and the most important symbol of the Christmas season. It is a beautiful festival that symbolizes the love and hope of the Christmas season where a huge light is shaped like a kaleidoscope and can be admired by everyone. Uh, Norway? Giant Lantern Festival. Norway? Yeah. It's the Philippines, Joe. The Philippines? It is the Philippines. Wow. I the did giant... not know they had a connection to uh, stars. Yeah, the Giant Lantern Festival is held in San Fernando, Philippines. Huh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, one for three so far, Joe. Yeah. You're so good. You still got seven more. So, hey, you know, yeah. optimism. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, Christmas is so important in this country that there are many traditions throughout this country. One of the most popular is St. Nicholas Day. This is many, this may actually be more popular than Christmas itself. Every December 5th night, 
children cleaned their boots and placed them in front of the bedroom door to prepare for the arrival of St. Nicholas. In the morning, they woke up and didn't find a gift, but found boots full of nuts, sweets, and small gifts. Mm. Gosh. I know it's got to be a Catholic country. <laughs> because it's, that's a, a German, or not a German, that's a, that's a, St. Nicholas Day is, is a, a holiday in, in Catholic countries. Yeah, fun fact, uh, remember when I was telling you, like, uh, maybe a year or so ago, that there was a church for sale out here in Pieton? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think it was a Methodist church. I can't remember. Lutheran. One of those two. Yeah. Um, I used to go there with, uh, with Nick and Sherry when we were, like, young, young, like, four or five you know, six years old, yeah. and they would uh, they would do a kind of like this Christmas thing for all like the kids. I, I, I don't want to say poor kids, but uh, the kids who got government funding for lunches and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, struggled life, um, but I survived. Anyways, uh, they would do this thing like where you know all the kids go to this church and everything. Even though we weren't part of the church, we just signed up for it. And you know they have Santa come and give us gifts, and we make like arts and crafts and stuff like that. They actually did something very similar to this where, like, we would hang up our coats and stuff on these hooks. And then when we go to leave, because it was in a separate room, there would be, like, candy canes and, like, chocolate Santas and stuff stuck in our pockets. Oh, nice. So it was really fun. I just wanted to share that because it was one of my most fond memories. But, yeah. All right. Which country are the Joe? Uh, I'm going to try Germany again. It is Germany. It is, it's 100% Germany. Yeah. Two for four, Joe. Woo! Germany. Okay. Uh, next one. Blank has many Christmas traditions to attend. One of the most important is Jolbord. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but it's J-U-L-B-O-R-D. Jolbord. <clears throat> Which means Christmas table. Basically, every company, every school, every club, and every group has its own Jolbord. See, now they spelled it two different ways in this fucking description. Do better, buzz.uni.edu. <sighs> uh, <laughs> every company, every school, every club, and every group has its own jewel board. For everyone visits some of them every year. It serves traditional people dishes such as spiced pork ribs and sauerkraut. After dinner, most people have a late night party. Everyone eats a lot in formal clothes. Mm. Jewel board. So I think it's I think it's supposed to be Yule board. Okay, whatever, man. Uh, oh, no, I know I'm not from this country. No, that's fair. That's fair. And the reason I'm, I think that is because I'm that close. sounds like a Scandinavian thing. Gotcha. And I think I'm gonna have to go Norway. It is Norway. It is Norway. Yeah, fun fact, uh, my, my family's from around that area. The Hungarian, Austria, Norway, all that shit over there, yeah. Nice. Yeah, huge fan of sauerkraut. I love sauerkraut. Uh, so where are you at now, three, three for five? Yes. Oh, you just need to get three more, Joe, you got this. You got this. Austria, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come back to that one. <laughs> Eventually. Uh... This country's biggest Christmas tradition is a little scary. A spooky creature that looks like a demon, Krampus, is based on ancient pre-Christian mythology 
and was eventually associated with St. Nicholas. In this country, St. Nicholas traditionally brings beautiful gifts to good children. Meanwhile, sick children are at risk of visiting the dreaded Krampus. In many parts of the country, men dress up as a as Krampus and parade the streets. Oh, gosh. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're trying to trick me. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that's Austria, is Krampus. Could be. Well, we got left here. You got uh, yeah, probably it could also be the Netherlands. Well, we got we got left. You got Austria, Poland, Netherlands, Italy, and Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Just do a process elimination, there, Joe. Yeah, I'm gonna do Austria. It is Austria. I was trying to trick you. Yeah. You know what's funny? Even when I, if I had to say like this country's biggest Christmas, and I just said Austria, I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, was that four? Yeah, you definitely almost had me. Yeah, right, right. I got thinking like, well, you know what? Maybe you'll think of something else. Even though I was like, I know Krampus, because to me, Krampus seems like German. Right. And I was like, well, maybe if I do that one first. I was like, no, no, I don't want to do too confusing. I said I want this to be fun. Um, another pre-dom, what the fuck, pre-dom, dominational, domain. P-R-E-D-O-M-I-N-A-N-T-L-Y. Predominantly. Okay. Predominantly Catholic country, this place takes Christmas seriously. One of their most unique traditions is... Oh, God, can I say that? Ah, fuck it. La Bufana which dates back to the 13th century. It's actually celebrated after Christmas on January 6th, but is still important on the 5th of the Eve. La Bifana, meaning old witch. Uh, yeah, I'm saying that right. La Bifana, yeah. La Bifana, meaning old witch, goes to all the houses in this country with a magic broom and brings presents to children. Like Santa Claus, she descends the chimney and gives good kids candy and all the kids black coal. The kids leave leave her with our Christmas stockings and writes her notes. She is basically this country's version of Santa Claus. Gotcha. La Bufana, meaning old witch. I think it's got to be Italy. Because there's only two or three Catholic countries left. And I'm pretty sure La Bufana can't be Poland. And it just sounds Italian and not Mexican to me. Well, Poland's a Catholic country. Yeah. So that was Mexico. Right. And La, and La is Spanish for the. True. It's also Spanish. It's also Italian for the, though. You don't know that. Fuck you. I know. You've never been to Italy. <laughs> I took Italian. You Polak. Yeah, it's Italy. <laughs> yeah, it's Italy. Uh, here. Uh, another Catholic country. There are many traditions because Christmas is one of the most important days of the year. It's funny because I never really thought Christmas was that much important outside the United States. Right? Like, there was a time where I asked uh, uh, Fear from uh, the from the uh, podcast that uh, we know, Fear and MDI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had asked him if they had Christmas in Canada because I didn't fucking know. Uh, one is to eat a main dish called... Kolaska Wigilana. I don't fucking know. Uh, 
fucking know. I feel only, like that gives it away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only when the first star is visible in the sky. There are 12 dishes intended to bring food, to bring good luck for the next 12 months, and they are traditionally meatless. Borscht, a beetroot soup, is the main dish and can be eaten by many people. Nice. Yeah. It's got to be Poland. That's totally, it's totally the Netherlands. Come on, man. The Netherlands? No, it's not it's Poland. No. You had me. I believed I, you. Yeah, right. Come on, uh, I, I butchered that name so strong that it had to be Polish. Right? That's how I felt. I was like, ah, yeah, the Poles. Uh, they're, just extra, a, they're extra consonants. All right, this is just to boost your numbers. That's six, right? Or seven. Six or seven. You're doing pretty good, Joe. Two, three, four, five, six. Six. Yeah. Yeah, so now just get these last two to, uh, just to be better than what you thought you could be. Nice. Like Germany, St. Nicholas Day, also known as Sinterklaas, ah, Sinterklaas, is the greatest Christmas tradition during the blank holiday season. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, there's only two left. It's not pretty. It's pretty obvious right now, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Uh, Christmas, Christmas tradition during the Dutch holiday season. It's December 6th, but celebrated the day before and starts on the first Saturday after November 11th. Sinterklaas travels to a Dutch town and takes his servant, Zwarte Pieten. Yeah, Black Pete. Yeah. <laughs> when they leave the boat they travel to. What? Wait, what? And takes his servant, Zwarte Pete. When they leave the boat, when they leave the boat they travel to, the bells of the local church will ring. That doesn't make sense. When they leave the boat they travel to. They must, they must mean that when they leave the boat they travel in. Get it together, buzz.uni.edu. Fuckers. Yes, but that sounds right. When they leave the boat, they travel, and the bells of the local church will ring. Then Sinterklaas uh, leads the parade down the street on a white horse. Children wear shoes by the fire. Wear or leave? Come on, buzz. Oh, my God. They're really, they're, they're really killing my fucking Christmas spirit. Children will... Children leave shoes by the fireplace and windowsills, sing Sinterklaas songs, and hope to bring presents at night. They also leave hay and carrots in their shoes so that the white horse can get more gifts. <laughs> You're introducing a white horse at the end of the... Yeah, these fucking people. Isn't that how the Bible Ooh. ended? God damn. Oh, yeah, with the pale white horse. Oh, His name was Death. Or on the road, Death. Yep. Gosh, that's funny. That's got to be the Netherlands, right? Oh, uh, yeah, they Mexico. <laughs> I mean, you did say Dutch. I did say uh, Dutch. Right. It also said Zwartepian. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, get together, Buzz. And right, then obviously the last one, you know what it is. But uh, Blank celebrates uh, Christmas from December 12th to January 6th. A popular tradition is Posada, a procession for children during the holiday season. They sing with their friends, holding a board with candles and a clay painting of Mary and Joseph. In all homes, they are said to have no room until they arrive at the home that provides them with a room. What? Oh, whatever. Inside, they have parties with prayers, food, games, and fireworks. In another house, there will be one of these parties every night. There are nine of them telling the story of Joseph and Mary looking for a place to stay. The family decorates the outside of the house with evergreens, moss, and lanterns. Nice. Yeah. It's got to be Mexico. It's totally Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. And the last one. 
<laughs> get together, buzz.uni.edu. Jag us. But yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That you was know, like, it was weird. Like, you know, we've been, uh, this is probably our sixth Christmas special-ish. Yeah. Uh, Christmas, or sixth episode around Christmas. Yeah, I didn't know this much about, uh, about other uh, holidays. So, or other, mm-hmm. uh, uh, traditions. So it is cool. Mm-hmm. All right, before we do our quiz and figure out which famous Christmas character we are, I just want to remind all you guys that this episode is brought to you by BallWash.com. Now, it's no secret that a man's most prized possession is his uh, jingle bells between his legs. Uh, so if you're looking to deck your halls, make sure you deck them properly with some soaps. Wash your hair with uh, shampoos and conditioners. All this is available for you at BallWash.com. And even beyond that, even beyond the shampoos and conditioners, and not only liquid butt bar soap as well, they got body scrubbers. They got uh, personalized lubricants. My favorite product, Ball Guard, which goes on like a lotion dries as a powder to help in the chafing of the hot summer seasons. Uh, even if you chafe during the wintertime, hey, you know, Ball Guard is the best way for you to, uh, to help that. It helps. Uh, you can find all these amazing products at BallWash.com. All you got to do is go onto their website, BallWash.com, fill up your cart, use the promo code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, um, at checkout and save yourself 15% on your entire order. That's right, guys. Ballwash.com is the time to get that funk out of your junk. Mm-hmm. I do some Christmas shopping on Ballwash. Right. right did you? I did. It's nice. I used our I used our discount code too. It was great. And you say 15%? Sure did. Right, they definitely they definitely have a lot. They they have everything you need for men's uh, protection, but also for women too. You know they yeah. they got boob guard now. <laughs> they got boob guard, which uh, is also for some men. True. Truth. All right, Joe. It's time to find out which famous Christmas movie character are you. Now we use the website Zimbio Zimbio dot com where we find all our quizzicals. I'll put the link to this on our website when I release the show, so you guys can play along with us if you want. They're usually pretty good on keeping the order, but just to verify, is your first question? Are you? Is it loaded up yet? Oh yeah, I got it. All right, is your first question? Are you human or some sort of weird uh, creature? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. <clears throat> all right, we'll just back and forth read these. Uh, I'll read the first one. What are you dropping over there? My phone. It fell on the phone. Oh, you monster. All right. Uh, first question. Are you human or some sort of other weird creature? Now, do I have to answer this honestly or is no. it like what I feel in my gut? What you feel in the Christmas spirit? I, I, I want to say in, in my Christmas spirit, I want to say other. Okay. Well, I'm going to go I human. I want to know what road that takes me down. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say human because I also want to know what road that's going to take me down. All right. Number two, Joe. Christmas is coming. How are you feeling? Are you excited, indifferent, or depressed? Mm. Well, I'm excited for Christmas. I'm a little indifferent about the holiday season just because of the the, the weather and everything like that. But since we're just focused on Christmas itself, I'm going to go with excited. I'm also going to say excited. Yeah, yeah because you got you got, you got uh, different that. You know, the holiday season could be rough. But it's that Christmas spirit that always keeps you alive. I think it's right. those people like that are so down and gloom this time of year, but that one special day is with keeping them above water, and you got to embrace that feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, describe you personally in one word. Are you cool, nervous, stubborn, romantic, devilish, excitable? Mm-hmm. Stubborn. You know, I'm going to go stubborn too, Joe. 
I like to I like to think that uh you know I like to have things my way or no way. Yep. Number four. Uh, Joe. What's the best thing about the holidays? Is it the lights, the food, the presents, the time off work or school, uh, seeing friends and family, or nothing? <laughs> uh, I think the best thing for me, uh, as I got older, it became friends and family. And obviously, when you're younger, gifts. <clears throat> driving around with the parents seeing lights, but people don't do lights that often anymore, and it kind of sucks. But uh, where I'm at today in my life, uh, friends and family are at the top of my list. Nice. Oh, that's what I want to say, but I also want to say the food. Food is good. I'm going to say, I'm going to say seeing friends and family. Good call. Especially this year. Especially the last, last couple of years. Oh, God, yeah. 100%. Uh, would you rather be the center of attention or the loner in the corner? Nice. Look at that rhyme. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be center. Um, loner. I like kind of like being off to the uh, off to the side. You know, it's like I, I, I like my I like my space. I like my time. People can come up to me and talk to me if they want, but I don't want to be in the middle and having people like, oh, what are you doing with your life? What have you been up to? Blah 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 blah. Because there are still people in my immediate family have no idea that I've been off work for a couple of weeks because of my back. Because huh. they haven't asked. Wild. <laughs> uh, is it my turn? No, it's your turn. Am I turn? Uh, it's my turn. Uh, your turn. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's your turn. Sorry. Who is the coolest one here? Ryan Gosling, MIA, Norman Reedus, or Haley Steinfeld? I almost don't know who any of these people are. I'm going to go with Norman Reedus because I really liked him in The Walking Dead. Mm, I'm going to go Ryan Gosling because he's the only one I know. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I, I got you a present. Here you go. Is your response, gimme. What a thoughtful gesture. Thanks. Thanks. I got one for you, too. What's a present? Or get it away from me. Uh, I'm going to go with so- uh, thoughtful gesture. Thank you. Uh, normally, I would like to go with, uh, I got one for you, too. But I don't know who buys gifts for who. You know, like, I, right. I, I try, I mean, obviously, you know, with, you know, you know, financials being rough, you get, you try to get, you know, the, the immediate family something, uh, which has been my, been my struggle for the last couple of years. You know, they don't get great gifts, but at least they get something to open for me. So, right. uh, nine times out of ten, I gotta go, oh, really? You didn't have to do that? Thanks. And I take it. I'm kind of same boat. Yeah. It's weird, you know. It's like I mean, like you. Know, I mean, we we both have you know lived through a life of growing up with single parents who always gave us a good Christmas, and it's weird how we can't even do that for ourselves now. Yep. I don't know what the fuck happened to this world, man. But it's like fuck. Uh, um. How do you pay back uh, an inconsiderate roommate? You uh, you push over. You move out. You call his or her mother, one word, prank, or uh, you call a house meeting. <sighs> so, like, obviously, in the long run, you just move out. Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't always – you can't move out right away all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say I, I'm thinking about the times I've had roommates. I guess I would call a house meeting, but, like, I don't know, just to make them aware that they're being inconsiderate, I guess. I think that'd be good. 
yeah, House Mean is a good answer. Um, I guess based on the se- severity of the inconsiderateness, like, I mean. Right, like, that's kind of where I'm stuck. <clears throat> like, I mean, because, like, I'll, I'll kind of, like, brush a lot of shit off. Like, I, I love Colin. Colin is one of my best friends. Uh, but Colin lived with me for, like, two years, and it wasn't always great. There was always, there were, there were some problems here and there. And, you know, some things we talked about, some things like, you know, hey, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. So if I had to look at it from um, giving payback to an inconsiderate person, I guess I got to go house meeting because, you know, I mean, obviously if you're a pushover, that's no way of getting back at them. Right. So I guess the logical thing is, you know, I guess calling a house meeting. Uh, I wouldn't really prank them. Uh, I have no reason to call his mother. I'm not right. moving out. Uh, yeah, I guess I got to go house meeting. Yeah. Um, what happened when uh, you get angry? Uh, your face gets red, you yell a lot, you cry, you bury it all away and go to your happy place, you get even, one word, you spaz. Gosh. See, it's weird because, like, I have different levels of anger. Right? You know? That's the thing. Like, you, like, where, like where do they, do they want to, do they want, oh my god, fucking hey. Right? Do they want, like, the absolute or the limited? You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, I like, I, I I yell a lot so that I can let off steam yeah. so that I don't get to the point that my face gets red mm-hmm. so that I don't get to the point that I cry. Yeah. You know, like if I'm, if I'm crying angry, like run. Cause I'm about to like really hurt somebody. Yeah. I got you. you know? I got that. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with yell a lot, I guess. Gotcha. Um, if I have to go with the majority I bury it away and go to my happy place. Now, there are times where I do get pissed to the point where I yell. Very, very minimal. It's, I, I hardly ever yell. I'm not a big fan of yelling. Plus, being a big guy like I am, I don't really need to yell too much. You know, I, I like to take that whole, like, Theodore Roosevelt concept of speak yeah. softly and carry a big stick. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, at the same time, it's like, you know, it's like if, if, I, if, if me getting angry ain't going to fix anything, then there's no point in me getting angry. So I just kind of right. like I just kind of keep it like down. It's like, listen, like if, if nothing's gonna change, work away the anger, move the fuck on, and that's it. Works a lot for me. It doesn't work all the time, and sometimes it's pretty unhealthy. But if you could really get into your mind, that, hey, listen, no matter how mad I get right now, if it ain't gonna change anything by getting mad, then it's just a wasteful, it's a useless uh, uh, emotion at that point. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah. It's good, good philosophy. Yeah. Uh, your turn. Choose a season: spring, summer, autumn, or winter. Autumn. Huge fan of fall. Nice. I'm picking winter. I love winter. I'm so sad that this winter hasn't been wintry. Right. This is almost fall-like, with like brisk. Win- it's, br- it's it's winter temperatures, but fall feels. Yeah. Yeah. So for last, like right now is what October used to be like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, do you often hide the real you? Yes or no? Absolutely. Really? Yep. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go no. I, I, I like to pride myself on being the real me, uh, majority of the time around people. Um, I know I'm guilty of maybe kind of changing, uh, my level of Travis, uh, around certain people, but I like to think I'm always the same around everybody. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, your turn. Yes. Aw, do you want a hug? Hell yes. Sure. No thanks. Or get away, psycho. 
again, you know, it varies, I guess, on the person who who's gonna hug me. Um, I'm gonna go with sure, just because I I'm not a big fan of being touched by people. Uh, certain okay. people, certain people I'm okay with, family, close friends, no problem in getting a, a hugging embrace. Um, there are certain people who like. For some reason, like, I, I don't know if, like, how often you guys go out or whatever, like, pre-pandemic. But, like, there'll just be, but, like, there'll be, there'll just be somebody who's at the bar or something like that that you just bump into, never fucking met, but maybe knew you through somebody else. Like, you're an alright guy, and they go to give you a hug, I'm like, ah! Not a hugger, bro. Um, I get those, but, you know, like, I mean, like, I wouldn't mind giving a hug to, like, the right people or people who are close to me. Other than yeah. that, there's no reason for anyone to touch me. Fair enough. I'm yeah. a hell, I'm a hugger. I'm a hell yes. You are. Yeah. You you are. You're a you're a huggable guy and you're a huggerable guy. Huggerable. Hey. Huggers. I like that. I used to get a shirt that says huggerable. Huggerable. Coming Hugger. soon to tpublic.com. Uh, <laughs> oh. what, what are you drinking there? Coffee. Why is it not hot cocoa? It's the holiday season, bro. Uh, didn't want to heat up milk on the stove. Cool, we're going to try it again. We're going to say hot cocoa. What are you drinking there, Joe? Hot cocoa. Oh, for the holiday season? Yeah, it's wonderful. I like it with the marshmallows. Right, a little peppermint stick in there? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Game changer. <laughs> Choose a holiday treat. Uh, these cookies, eggnog. These cookies, candy canes. These cookies or fruitcake? Gosh. Um, hard not to go with these cookies. All right. <laughs> do you have a favorite Christmas cookie? Like a I actually do. Cookie? The um uh it depends on who I'm visiting, right? Okay. So for most of my side of the family, I would have to go with the Kolachkis, the Polish yes. ones. Hundred percent. Those are just the best. Yes. Uh for Maddie's side, I would have to go with they call them Tom Romburgers. But it's just it's a chocolate cookie that's really fudgy and dense. And they okay. coat it in um Powdered sugar. Gotcha. My all-time. It's delicious. All-time favorite cookie is the peanut butter cookies with the Hershey Kisses on them. Oh, yeah. Those are good. I could tear through a tin of those without even thinking about it. They're they're so simple, but they're fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so out of these treats, though, which one are you going to go with? Those yeah. jam ones are actually pretty good. Those, like, I think they're like kind of like a... Right. Like a, uh, what the fuck is that called? A sugar cookie with like jam in the middle? Those are pretty fucking good. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. It was like, these, these are the closest thing to a kolachki on this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go with eggnog, actually. I'm going to go eggnog, too. Love fucking eggnog. Both alcoholic and non alcoholic. Huge fan yes, of eggnog. I, I make, a, I make an alcoholic eggnog. Oh, really? age. Yeah. We'll have to try that for next year. I'd be happy. I'd love that. Can we just get drunk off eggnog and do a Christmas episode next year? That sounds wonderful. Right? We'll, we'll do it, uh, we'll, we'll do an audio episode. We'll also do it on the Patreon too. Nice. Perfect. <coughs> um, your turn. Choose a Christmas yeah. song. White Christmas, Little Drummer Boy, Deck the Halls, Oh Holy Night, or Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Okay. So, I have three of my top, I'm sorry, I have four very good Christmas. My favorite uh, is uh, Little Drummer Boy, Carol of the Bells, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and uh, White Christmas uh, are my top four all-time favorite Christmas songs. 
Uh, White Christmas I love because I'm a huge fan of uh, Holiday Inn. And oh, I love, yeah. I love Bing Crosby singing that song. Uh, I know like if, if you guys are fans of Home Alone and stuff, they do the, uh, um, White Christmas. That's the version by, uh, the Drifters. Which is okay, but I love the original piano, just a, I'm dreaming of. I, I just love Crosby. I, it's amazing. And the movie is so phenomenal. I fucking love it. So I'm going White Christmas. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, I really love Oh Holy Night. It's one you of know, my favorite it's, hymns. It's one of those you hardly ever hear. Oh, we, we sing it every year for Christmas at my church. You, you had a, <laughs> I, I'm the one who puts the bulletin together, so. What, uh, when, when is your Christmas, uh, uh, Christmas Eve. Is that Christmas Eve tomorrow? Gotcha. Well, I'm going to release this tomorrow morning. Do you want to try to shout out where your uh, thing is, just on the off chance people want to show up? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay, that's fine. I appreciate it, though. Yeah, I'm just, I, yeah, I, just, I just, want, just want to throw it out there, just in case. But you can watch it on YouTube if you find it. That's true. Um, isn't it a little weird we celebrate a fat elf breaking into our home every year? Yeah, if you think about it like that. Yeah, it was a little weird. Also weird thinking that Santa's an elf. Yeah, some some stories, some traditions do have him as an elf, though. Which is weird. Yeah. I'm going to say no, though, because uh, you're not going to take that away from me, life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you a day person or a night person? Night. Warm sun night. Which is weird because I've gotten to a point in my life where I like go to bed at like nine thirty and wake up at five thirty. See, I but. I still go, I still go to bed at like eleven o'clock midnight and I'm still up at like five a.m. Like no matter what time I go to bed, I can still get myself up early enough to enjoy the day. Uh, let's see a question. Okay, who is your favorite family member? We won't tell. Well, we're on a podcast, so we're going to. Uh, mom, dad, brother, sister, spouse, child, uncle, aunt, cousin, grandparents. Because we are on a podcast, uh, just answer it. You don't got to say it out loud. Oh, you sure? I, I, don't, I don't know. I, do you, do you want to say it out loud? Out loud. I, I don't mind. I don't, I don't think I, I, I hope I won't offend anybody with it. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Go for it. I don't know. I, I, I Oh, uh, you, you got. Can you, sign, I can just sign it. Uh, but yeah, no, you got a fucking loophole here, bro. You can say spouse, and people would understand, right? I wasn't going to say spouse, though. Oh, you weren't? Yeah, okay. We can say, I mean, it's up to you, man. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if you want to. Well, pick I was. So parent. what I was going to do was mention that uh, I'm going to pick grandparents, even though uh, my favorite grandparent is is dead now. Mm. It didn't. It didn't specify a live favorite family member. Well, and it did pluralize it, right? Grandparents, but I do love my grandparents just in general. I'm big. I'm, I'm a gr- grandma's and grandpa's boy. <laughs> gotcha. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with. Uh, well, listen, uh, you don't have to say it just because I said it. It's fine. No, I'm gonna say it. That's why. I'm kind of curious on uh, if I want to know who's listening to the show and who's going to tell who. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go, with mom. I love my I dad too. I, gonna say mom. Yeah, I, I love my daddy too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that one's better than the other, but in this case, I had to pick one. Yep. And um, you know, if, if it comes to it, my dad's a little bit older. You know, it's, it, he he gets it. Yep. Yep. I'm not murdering anybody here. <laughs> <laughs> oh God damn. Uh, your turn. Uh, do you like the snow? Yes, I do. Snow or sometimes? I love I love snow. I hate driving in it, but you know what? I love having it. I actually, I don't even hate driving in it. I hate other people driving in it. You know, I like that answer better. Not, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't mind driving in it. I hate that other people. Do. I hate that no matter what, the first snowfall of the year, like clockwork, without a, with, 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 with no, like, idea of it. Where am I from going with this? Without fail. Without, thank you. Without fail, first snowfall of the year, I can guarantee you at least six people are in a ditch on the fucking highway within three miles. Yeah. It does, it does not matter how often it snows in Illinois. That first year, people are still thinking, oh, it's soft enough, it's wet enough to where I can still go 50, 60 miles an hour down the highway without a fucking issue. Because yeah. I still remember <laughs> um, winter 2018, uh, 17 or 18. I want to say it was 17. Yeah. I left work. I worked in Elmhurst, midnight. We got up, and I was driving home. It was the first snowfall of the fucking year, and I drove 35, 40 miles down the highway from Elmhurst to Piatone. And there were at least six cars in the ditch on 294 within the span of, like, three fucking miles. Blows Ridiculous. my fucking mind. With, without fa- fail, every fucking year, people just don't know how to drive in wintertime. So, I yep. also hate shoveling it. Not a big fan of shoveling it. But you know what? It gives the nostalgia and the awesome feeling that winter can give you. And it just sucks right? when you look out and you see green or brown. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm looking out at my yard right now and just <laughs> miserable. Right? terrible i actually like shelving it's one of my favorite exercises although i like it less and less as i get older and my back starts to give out yeah i got snowball i got snowblower so nice. uh, i also have a friend who not my brother has a friend who will uh take his plow to my driveway for a case of bush light nice so, yeah so i don't hate it as much anymore just because i'm not doing it anymore but i guess the positive note i'm not having snow there's no way for me to have to go out there and shovel it in the condition i'm in right now yeah yeah, that yeah. would blow. Uh, what's the Nutcracker? Is it a movie, a book, a play, a ballet, an opera, or a song? I'm going with a ballet. Is a Nutcracker considered a ballet? Because I was going to go play. I'm I'm fairly certain it's a ballet. Are you going ballet because it's on ice? No. I'm going to go play. It's a ballet. I'm going to go play because I, I consider it more of a musical. That's fair. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's fair. I don't know why they didn't just say wooden figurine. Right? Yeah. Because truthfully, that that's enough. what it is. <laughs> right? A tool to break nuts. Right. All right. Last one. What the fuck? Last oh. question. Are you in love? No. Yes or no? No, I'm not. I'll say yes. Mm. Oh, I mean, yeah. I got somebody I don't even know who the fuck it is. Oh, who'd you get? Natalie from Love Actually. Oh, yeah, I don't know who that is either. What the fuck is Love Actually? Is that a Christmas movie? Yeah, it's a real popular one. Uh, sweet and considerate. You've always tried to do the right thing. Sometimes you even sacrifice your own happiness for it. But you believe good things happen to good people, and eventually your time will come if you work hard and get lucky. I, I mean, I guess it's true, yeah, but... Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like you nailed it. 
What the fuck? Love Actually? Like, I don't, I've never even, I've heard of the movie, but I never considered that Christmas. Who'd you get? Yeah. Uh, I got, I got Clark Griswold from A Christmas Vacation. Well, so much for not being human. Right? <laughs> I mean, if there's anybody who's not human, it's Chevy Chase. Oh, Love Actually is a Christmas movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, you're driven, and although you might be headed straight for disaster, Nothing's going to stop you when you set your mind to something. <laughs> Stubbornness can be a virtue, however. You use your powers for good, mostly. You'll do anything for your family and love to prove it. Mm. Yeah, that's not far off. Yeah. You're a loving, you're a loving family member who's going to snap one day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? What am I freaking thinking about? Yeah, we're um, Who's calling me? Uh, I am freaking thinking about just Christmas in general. Yeah. Yeah, the holidays. The uh, I, I, I've got a lot of people to see this year, and uh, I'm hoping that nobody gets sick. And uh, we've got – I've got uh, – this week is, is maybe the busiest week of the year for me church-wise because I've got three services. Um, oh, wow. Which, like – you know, in, in a bigger church, you do that in one day. But in my church, uh, I had a service last night. I got a service tomorrow night, and then I got a service the Sunday after Christmas, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't happen every year. You know? Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, I just I, I really love Christmas, and it's a really nice time to to spend time with people and to uh, um, I don't know. I, it's not even about gifts anymore. I'm really just not a. It's just nice to have a reason to get together and. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I, I, I agree with you 100%. You know, it's, we, we need to make this, this holiday about being around the people that we haven't seen, especially if it's been two years, you know? So, agree with you 100%. Right. Yeah. What are you freaking thinking about? You know, I'm glad you asked, Joe, because I, I something's been pondering. My, I, I've had some thoughts, a, a couple of thoughts in my head. <laughs> and it's related to uh, the Christmas movie, uh, Santa Claus, Tim Allen. Uh, yeah. 1994 or something like that. Weird, 94. Uh, uh, Santa Claus 1 and 2, 8 years apart. Totally forgot about that. Weird thing. So, <clears throat> Santa Claus 1, Tim Allen knocks Santa Claus off the roof. He becomes fucking Santa Claus. I think the time frame in the movie is about 10 years or whatever. Um, and in Santa Claus 2, he needs to get a wife. You know, the Mrs. Claus, if you will. Right, right. So what happened to the wife of the Santa he murdered? Oh, my God. Yeah. They never explained what happened. Now, there's a couple logical choices. Maybe, A, he wasn't Santa long enough to be part of the Mrs. Claus. Maybe. Two, maybe she reverted back to her life before Santa and just lived out normally. Yeah. Or see, she fucking vanished. Yeah. Where's the other Santa? Right? Where's the other Mrs. Clauses? Where are all these clauses at? Oh my gosh. It's weird. That's a I I don't know. Right? <laughs> it's been it's been on my mind for three days, man. I've been sitting here watching these movies and shit. I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies. I watched four different versions of a Christmas Carol because it's my all time favorite movie. Right next to Holiday Inn. And I still, to this day, I have a Blu-ray of Holiday Inn, both in black and white and in color. I have never watched the color version because I refuse to do that to myself. If you watch Holiday Inn, black and white. But where the fuck is Mrs. Claus from the murdered Santa 
in the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies. Yeah. Blows oh, my mind. I need answers. Um, I just don't know. But that's why I'm pondering. That's my that's that's why I've been freaking thinking this holiday season is where is this lady at? Right. Where was she in the first one? Right. Like I mean, she. I mean, somebody has to explain that. They should have explained that at some point. You know, wow. it's weird. Uh, hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week, our listeners could catch uh, Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if a week of uh, or if an hour, I fucking my god damn it! I do this so often. How do I fuck it up? Totally Joe'd it. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, of course. <laughs> Joe, where can people fucking find you? If you need to find me, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. And, of course, you can find our show when it is released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM, or wherever you find your podcast ad to search this freaking show. Make sure you subscribe to our show and also leave us a uh, star review and a rating. Um, it does help us out here on the podcast, believe it or not. Uh, make sure you do follow us uh, on FreakNet Studios' YouTube page. Uh, that's going to uh, be the place to go starting in 2022 when me and Cartoon Joe start uh, dropping more videos. Um, and we're going to talk about everything we're going to do in 2022. We'll kind of, I think normally our season premiere episodes are kind of like a, like a, a board meeting of type things where we discuss what we're going to do and the plans and stuff. Uh, so that's going to happen, uh, here, uh, next year. Um, but the holiday season is upon us, which means we're getting close to the end of the season, which means we got two more episodes coming out for this, uh, season this year. Uh, even though it's a shortened season, we still end by the end of the year. Uh, you're going to catch the end of the Phantom Toe booth. And also, we're going to talk about some interesting laws that are going to affect in Illinois starting in 2022. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Joe, that's all I got. So, as always, I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>